Greetings and welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 165, Sunday, September 24th, 2023. My name is James Hussain Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough, gritty, and heavily allergy-hit streets of North Yokohama, right here in the Tokyo metropolitan area of eastern Japan, the world's largest megacity. I'm a freelance broadcaster and music writer, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of great tunes. Minasama, OK Jazz, and yokozo! Dai 165kaimei no episode ga hajimarimasu. TokyoJazzSite.com no James Hussain Catchpole. Mr. OK Jazz de gozaimasu. Well, that was another slice of Japanese guitar heaven there to kick off the show. The great Takeshi Terauchi, with a tune called Abashiri Bangaichi. And that comes from a compilation we've heard from a few times this year already on previous episodes. It's called Eleki Bushi, 1966-1974. Well, Terauchi-san, just a wonderful guitar player. That track we heard just a little bit less burning than some of the heavier numbers on the comp that sound like he and his bandmates were taking a whole lot of speed and then doing some venturous covers, faster tempos and louder volumes. But on that tune, you could hear very much how he brings a Japanese sort of traditional melodic sense into his amazing guitar playing. Now, rock and roll was, of course, extremely popular in Japan in the late 50s and early 60s. It was known as eleki, using electric guitars to emulate mainly surf rock at the time. Now, Teruchi's mother was a music teacher, but she was also a shamisen player. That's the traditional Japanese string instrument. And while Teruchi started playing the guitar when he was just five years old, he did take on some of his mother's techniques and styles, creating his own unique sound that still sounds so fresh more than 50 years later. Look, I love this compilation so much, I can't recommend it enough. Takeshi Terauchi, Eleki Bushi 1966-1974. Well, all right, what's happening? Um, pretty much same old, same old for me here in Yokohama. I've been catching some live music recently. I've been sorting through tons of incoming new releases and reissues. Um, also, finally sat down the other day to watch the three-part documentary about Wayne Shorter that's on Amazon Prime. Very much recommend that if you are at all a fan of Wayne or jazz, just music in general. Um, it's a really, really good and one of the better portraits of a living musician that I've seen. Uh, of course, it was filmed just, you know, a year or two before he passed away. Um, so definitely, this is a much-watch. Uh, even just as a documentary, it's a really creatively put-together film. Well, not much more to get into from me. Um, a little bit more quick info on the Tokyo Jazz Joints book, if you're listening to this in Europe right now, after it goes online. My man, Philip, has been busy, busy, busy doing PR and events all around the place. And this coming Tuesday, September 26th, he is going to be featured as a guest on Jamie Cullum's BBC2 radio show. You can listen to that live or find it archived online afterwards. Um, he's going to be chatting and introducing some jazz kiss of favorite tracks of his and talking a little bit about the project. Well, Jamie Cullum has been a big supporter of the project for a few years now, so we really appreciate that invitation. And also, and I'm really jealous about this one, Philip is going to be at the lovely Rhinoceros Jazz Bar in Berlin on September 29th for a little book launch and music session. If you're nearby, and hey, it's Europe, nowhere is a real long flight away, head over to Berlin. Say hello to Philip, Benedict, and Martina, the wonderful people at Rhinoceros, and pick up a copy of the book. And lastly, uh, the South China Morning Post newspaper from Hong Kong has a really long profile of the project and the podcast, and a little bit of an intro to the Jazz Kisa history and world as well. 
You can find that also online easily. We are so thrilled about all the great publicity we're getting around the world. Um, and hey, keep it coming. We do love hearing from people who've picked up a copy of the book. Now, no real events here in Japan yet to talk about at the moment, but we will get to that next year. Uh, I have been dropping off copies to a lot of cafe owners, though, and other people in the music industry, so word is slowly spreading here in Japan as well. Um, and of course, many thanks to Peter Barakan and Goto-san from the Eagle Jazz Cafe. They had very kind words to say about the project on the Barakan Beat radio show two weeks ago. All right, more than enough of me babbling about the book. I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it by now. Let's get to the good stuff, and we got a lot of it today. We've got some new music, as always. Gonna hear a hot new track from Turkey. Um, got a new one from one of this year's most eagerly awaited jazz albums from the great Irreversible Entanglements from the U.S. Uh, a bunch more tunes from right here in Japan, actually. Some new and uh, classic reissues. Um, and an all-time favorite from Congo, of course. So we've got all that and a lot more. But first, let's hear another one from the reissue that I introduced on the last episode of the show. It's an album called Amazig Freedom Rock, 1973 to 1983, from the group Le Abranis. These are two friends who come from the Berber region in Algeria. Now, they had settled in Paris and recorded, oh, for about 10 plus years or so, an unbelievable amount of great music, mixing rock, funk, reggae, disco, and traditional melodies and rhythms from their homeland. I am just totally in love with these dudes now and can't believe I've never heard them before. So check out this crazy one called Chenar La Blues. This is Le Abranis from the Berber country in Algeria. Okay, Jazz, episode number 165. Ikimazo! Fizio, se tu mezzi a fio di fedeli, 
الأهرنصة والطفع النابع
that one more awesome guitar sounds there from around the world that was turkish rock legend Erkin kore with semalin one of his most famous tunes uh, and it comes from his 1974 album fesufanala well Erkin kore died last month at the age of 82 while he was in the hospital in toronto um, he's acknowledged pretty much everywhere as one of the key figures of what is called Anatolian rock through the decades. He took many Anatolian folk songs and updated them into a rock format, uh, also while writing many of his own originals. Now, I had heard of Erkin Corey before, uh, but maybe a couple songs here and there, but never much more than that. And in fact, the whole genre of Anatolian psychedelic rock, very, very big among vinyl collectors. So I did know a little bit about it, but I'm eager to listen to more. Well, certainly, Erkin's vocals and guitar playing were just amazing on that tune. Uh, and he recorded a lot throughout the years, so I'm going to need to dive into some more of his records and introduce a couple tunes here. So R.I.P. to Erkin Kore, world rock and roll superstar from Turkey. All right, going to stay in Turkey for one more now, uh, but this brand new release, I'm sure these guys would also honor the spirit of Erkin Kore as a father to their music. This is a group called La La Lar, and they've been together only since 2019, releasing some singles and then a debut album last year, and this year already their second release, and it's called, please forgive my pronunciation on this, Enkutu Iyi Olur. Now, the name La La Lar comes from the word Lala, which means a kind of a wise man or advisor or teacher of the sultans in the old Ottoman days. But interestingly, it can also mean kind of the opposite as well, meaning something goofy or dumb. You know, I love words like this. The Japanese language certainly has a lot of them where a word can mean one thing in a certain context, but the complete opposite in another context. Well, anyway, the three guys in La 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 
They seem to be pretty well known for their high-energy live shows, part of the always vibrant music scene in Istanbul. And their songwriting is very political in nature, apparently. They, certainly on this sound of this track, it's very much in your face, a combination of genres, as you're going to hear. So let's have a listen. Let me know how you would describe this. Great new energy from Istanbul, from one of the world's truly great melting pot cities. This is the group La 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 with Grejuva. Koş son hız kedine zor Yanımıza dolansın o da 
more great new music there, this time from South Africa. Drummer, composer, band leader, and educator Asher Gamedze from Cape Town. His new album is called Turbulence and Pulse, and that was a tune called Locomotion. Well, this is actually Asher's second album. His first was called Dialectic Soul, which came out in the summer of 2020. I somehow missed that, and uh, so much great music, especially jazz, uh, coming out of South Africa in the last decade or so. I can't keep up with it all. Well, as you can tell from the album titles, Dialectic Soul and Turbulence and Pulse, um, there's a lot of depth going on to this music, and I recommend checking Asher's Bandcamp page so you can read a little bit more about his views on the music, how it fits into broader uh, contemporary African culture and historical agency. Very, very interesting stuff. And so I'm very happy to learn about this musician, Asher Gomez from Cape Town. And the album, once again, Turbulence and Pulse. And it comes via partnership of the great Chicago-based International Anthem and Johannesburg-based Mushroom Hour Half Hour, the first collaborative release by the two labels. More like this, please, guys. Fantastic stuff. All right, sticking with new music now. Coming back to Japan, uh, saxophonist Hisatsugu Suzuki is a veteran player in the Japanese jazz scene. Well, he's played with people like Hino Terumasa and the group Zard over the years, but he's also released three previous albums as a leader, and now he's back with a very special two-volume release called Stars and Smiles on the local T5 jazz label run by my good friend Shimizu-san. So let's slow things down for a minute here and have a listen to the trio doing Do You Know What It Means to Miss New Orleans? This is the Hisasagu Suzuki Trio. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes, that's some real classic grooves there. Jiro Inagaki, the big soul media, and that comes from the new compilation Wa Jazz Legends, compiled by good friend of the show Ogawa-san from Universe Sounds Record Shop in Tokyo. Ogawa-san, he's compiled many collections over the years. In addition to writing, co-writing, uh, one of the most important guidebooks to Japanese jazz. Uh, this new one, another great release from the 180G label. And we heard that Takeshi Taruchi to open the show. Uh, and this set, though, is a part of their Wa Jazz Legends series. Well, Jiro Inagaki, he's had a 60-year career in music in Japan. And very soon, in just another week or so, it's going to be his 90th birthday. So the timing for this uh, collection release is really great. And that's his Soul Media Band, which covers their music from 1968 to 1980. And it comes in the usual deluxe package from 180G. Well, you know, I know there are so many people outside Japan now collecting Japanese jazz records these days. Uh, of course, my good friends Mike and Tony at BBE in the UK with their incredible J-Jazz Masterclass series and uh, this Wa-Jazz Legends series. It's never been easier to be a fan of Japanese jazz and have access to music that previously was very hard to track down. Okay, another Japanese reissue now. Moving a little bit away from the jazz world, though. Sadly, uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto left this world after suffering from cancer for several years. We mentioned that a few shows back. Well, his passing saw a lot of retrospectives, of course, in both Japanese and English press. I think Sakamoto's fame, though, sometimes actually obscured his music. Uh, many people knowing him as a kind of a celebrity, uh, of course, as well, the Yellow Magic Orchestra, but maybe not knowing a lot about his album releases through the years. And I would certainly include myself in that group. Well, his 1984 album, Ongaku Zukan, was only ever issued in Japan, and although copies, you know, they found their way over the ocean here and there, it's not an album that many, many people have in their collections. Well, the fine people at We Want Sounds have done it again. They are reissuing this record fully remastered and with the original artwork. And I think you can hear on this next tune why so many musicians and producers and DJs really revered Ryuichi Sakamoto as he was doing stuff like this tune, Paradise Lost, um, in the early 80s that just didn't sound like anything else at the time. So check it out. This is Paradise Lost from the great Ryuichi Sakamoto's album, Ongaku Zukan.
into today that was Mango Woman by new track by Mo Horizons and it was featuring Gendouble Amboli on vocals Mo Horizons is the veteran DJ duo from Hanover Germany well, they were pretty present in the 1990s in the acid jazz new jazz kind of trip hop world uh, and the club scene that's not a name that I was familiar with but in those days that wasn't really my music scene uh, but the two guys have had a very successful career, now performing as a full live band, not just DJing or doing remixes. And here they collaborated with the great veteran, Gedouble Amboli, from Ghana, 
He's a high life legend, now 76 years old, and he's been on a big comeback ride recently with some new recordings, and here hooking up with the guys at Mo Horizons, Ralph Drossmeyer and Mark Full Wetzler. All right, uh, now let's go back a bit one more time to the glorious golden age of Congolese rumba. As I've talked about ad nauseum here on the show, this program, OK Jazz, is of course named after what for me, and I think many people would believe, is one of the world's greatest ever bands, Franco and Le Tout Puissant OK Jazz. OK meaning Orchestra Kinshasa. And they were named when the band was playing regular nights at the OK Bar in Kinshasa back in the late 1950s. This is my favorite ever group, and the one that made me become obsessed with the genre of Congolese rumba. Now, there's been a lot written about this music and how it conquered Africa with its danceable grooves. I've certainly introduced a lot of it here on the show, from people like Franco, Taboule Rochereau, Neboma, Pepe Kale, and other giants of the genre. And one of my treasured CD sets is the two-CD collection called Franco 20th Anniversary, 1956-1976. to Despite the title, it's not a retrospective. It's music that was all current to the mid-70s when it was released as a sort of a celebration of where the band had arrived at. And um, what else can I really say at this point about this music? I mean, the beautiful ensemble vocals in the sweet-sounding Lingala language, the driving horn section, and most of all, the stunning guitar playing by Franco and his two rhythm guitarists. Now remember, in Congolese rumba, there's always a third guitarist, a second rhythm guitarist, called the misolo guitar. It adds just that little extra to the swirling rhythms. If you listen carefully on headphones, you can hear it behind Franco's lead playing. And if you've seen director Alan Brain's definitive documentary, The Roomba Kings, about Congolese rumba, you may remember a real stunning scene where the musicians demonstrate demonstrate this three-guitar attack on acoustic guitars that is just unreal. So a couple weeks ago, I finally scored a copy of the 2LP 20th anniversary set. Not in the best condition, and it was very expensive, but I just couldn't resist it. Now, the tune we're going to hear next is a slower one than some of the usual up-tempy dance ones that I play from the band, but it's a beautiful performance. Again, those sweet Lingala vocals and the usual sorcery of Franco's guitar licks. So turn it up. Let yourself soak in eight glorious, joyous minutes of the song Voyage na Bandundu from Franco et le tout puissant OK Jazz. Viva Congolese Rumba! Nana 
Moi si pe banani on sonati ki na ki sasa So ki sangre zali na mi kanda boki de langa Boye bi malamuna ke izela ya mosala Na koti masu ana konana e bale ya zahir Totiki e bale ya zahir, tokoti maya kasai Totiki maya kasai, tokoti maya kwilu Maya banko konzela ya bandundu
Sali kamoni mingana sali Nako kama kumo na ngambo kamo gimbaye Nako kama balingira suwate masia o Ata yudabuma kayezu batanga kayebo yeteo mama Nako kamo e mama Nako kamo e tata Nako kamo ndenge nini basala mibaliye Nako kama babo mi mabara sebi no moko Nako kama basengi divorce sebi no moko Soki yo kaboni na mwasi yo lingi ya tula Soki yo kaboni na mwasi yo lingi ya zuate Soki yo kaboni na mwasi yo lingi bafami na ye Baya kobondi la yo Biboy kakabanandundu Oh mamalen, oh mamalen Memwane djele, memamon pasye Yesalmaka salanzi mama Benangol me sale sale Biboy kakabanandundu Oh mamalen, oh mamalen Masya ye
Sorry to cut in here on the great Tony Allen. His sadly still applicable tune, NEPA, Never Expect Power Always. That's how the residents of Lagos, Nigeria, referred to the Nigerian Electric Power Authority that constantly struggled to provide power to that huge megalopolis. Sadly, there were some major blackouts recently talked about in the news, so it seems that's still a big issue as the city keeps growing and growing. But I remember a Nigerian guy in a bar one night telling me that there was literally no situation, no matter how challenging or serious, that Nigerians would not make some clever joke about using wordplay of their various languages. And that song title is certainly a great example of it, Never Expect Power Always. Okay, a quick bit of housekeeping. I mentioned already the latest news on the Tokyo Jazz Joints project. Um, We're getting really great feedback, as I said. Way too early to speculate, but we may sell out of this first edition of the book much faster than expected. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that we can get the publishers to work with us, our fine friends at Kara Verlag in Germany, to go for a second printing. Let's see how things develop over the next several months with that. Now, my own Tokyo Jazz site, I have been neglecting it a bit, my apologies. I do have a list written down, though, to update a bunch of Jazz Spot profiles. Um, Sadly, some places have closed, but I do have six new Jazz Spot profiles to add. Notes are ready, so keep an eye out over the next couple weeks as these get put up on the site. Um, I did realize, too, just in my backyard here in Yokohama, I have visited 31 jazz joints in Yokohama City and surrounding uh, suburbs, but I only have 10 of them profiled up on Tokyo Jazz site, which is inexcusable. So, going to keep working on that. Goals for the rest of the year. What else? Um, Okay, I've teased it a little bit, and I'm not quite ready to share the full plan, but stand by in about mm, four to six weeks or so for a pretty major announcement. I think it's the next natural step for me here in Japan, if I can pull it off. I'm going to need a lot of help, but I'm hoping that things will come together. You can maybe have a guess to what that's all about, but I promise the full story in early November. And lastly, a quick programming note. I'm going to be wrapped up with three sort of projects in October, including some traveling. So there's not going to be a podcast for the next four weeks or so. My apologies. Hope to have the next one ready uh, at the end of October, though. Uh, Meanwhile, if you are in Japan, don't forget both the Asagaya Jazz Street Festival, which is October 20th and 21st. That's one of my favorite jazz street festivals in Tokyo. The Asagaya 
neighborhood is a wonderful place to walk around. There's live music on the streets, uh, in front of the station, in a lot of the clubs, and even in the Shinto shrine where Yamashita Yosuke and his trio play a great set. Think about that for a second, listening to a jazz trio play under the trees inside of a Japanese Shinto shrine. It's, it's amazingly evocative. And that same weekend, Peter Barakan's Live Magic Music Festival, October 21st and 22nd at Ebis Garden Place. Great friends of the show, the Mino Crusaders, will be headlining. I'm hoping to stop by both of those, but again, it depends on this other work that I have going on. Let's see how it works out. Oh, all right, enough talking. My voice and nose can't handle it anymore with these terrible seasonal allergies. Let's get back to the music, an album that I and many, many fans have been eagerly awaiting. One of the freshest, most invigorating groups on the scene today, in my humble opinion, Irreversible Entanglements, based out of Philadelphia. Their previous album, Open the Gates, is one of the best of recent years. And their new one, called Protect Your Light, is just out. I've only just dived into it, so so far sounding really great, but a little bit of a few change-ups on this uh, release on the Impulse label. Tracks are a little bit shorter, but have a listen to this great one called Our Land Back. This is the amazing Irreversible Entanglements.
weaving past futures and not yet threads of a story ending in the present always late arriving who holds all stories who takes our land who knows what happened South Carolina, in New York, in Palestine, in Iran, who knows what happened? Post-ponder chaos, a light at the end of what can't be illuminated, no stars under our feet, a revolving core, a fire coming back, who knows the story? Ethiopia in Nigeria in the so-called Middle East who knows what happened who holds our stories who took our land land back we want our Peace, mine, eye, forecast. Storm coming, casino, dry ice, smoke. The tanks go by, tossing coins at the dead. Same side of the coin. We are on the same side of the coin. Clueless on sale, outdated and made of plastic. Well, at least we've been to the moon. starting to remember the stories Se eu pudesse pegar seu coração e colocar dentro do meu Fazer para você um ninho paradisíaco Um útero cardíaco, uma UTI do amor 
coração pode caber na mão do meu Meu coração sabe tudo que eu não sei Seu coração sabe muito mais Seu coração sabe muito mais do que quebrar Sabe se abrir, se alargar para caber O que parece não caber O que ameaça explodir
much, so much soul. Alice Coltrane with her tune Turiya and Ramakrishna from the album Pata the El Daoud. You know, Brandy Younger, the great harpist uh, who was here in Japan a couple weeks ago, she did a great cover of this song at her gig at the Blue Note. It was interesting because the original is Alice uh, actually on piano, as we heard, not harp, but Brandy adapted it for the harp. You know, there's a funny anecdote I once heard about this album. I don't remember where, but it was about a customer going into a jazz record store somewhere and saying, hey, you know, I heard this Alice Coltrane record and it was really great, but it had a strange title. It sounded like someone coughing up a bunch of phlegm. And the shop owner wordlessly and immediately took a copy down from the shelf of Patat the El Daoud and handed it to the customer. Well, before that great one from Alice Coltrane, we heard the song Corazão from the great album Poder Supremo by Bruno Moraes from Brazil. That was one of my top 2022 releases, and I went back the other day for a re-listen. Really awesome pop, psychedelic type of album, but very Brazilian in character. That's Bruno Moraes and the album Poder Supremo. You know, I'm still deep into a lot of current Brazilian music releases. I'm going to continue to share with you as we move along on that journey. I mean, Brazil, always the country of my dreams. All right, that is just about all for today. I hope you enjoyed the selections. Um, this is funny, but, you know, my son the other day, we were talking about, uh, you know, various things that we do, projects, music, etc. And he asked me about the podcast and if it was still fun to, to make it. And I was like, hell yeah, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. But that's a good reminder, you know, get out there and do some fun things in your life. Don't get consumed too much by work and all the stressful news that we keep hearing about. And remember, at the end of the day, in a thousand years, nobody's going to care if your customer was a little bit unhappy about something you handed in. But in a thousand years, people are still going to be grooving to great music. As always, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Atmark, Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo. You can hear the show via iTunes, SoundCloud, Tokyo Jazz site, KOLradio.com. I do realize I've not been keeping up with KOL-radio.com. I need to clean the page up and add in all the recent OK Jazz episodes. I'll add that to my to-do list. And if you want to get in touch, you can email me directly. Mr. Okijaz at tokyojazzsite.com. I do get a lot of promo mails and people sending in music to share here in Japan. I will try to get to all of it, but sometimes it does pile up and takes me several weeks. So please be patient if you have mailed me with some music. Well, let's go out now with a very special one. It comes from India. Now, I'll admit to not fully understanding a lot of Indian music. Um, I can conceptually understand what a raga is defined as, a set of musical notes uh, and their allowed arrangements which form a melody to evoke a certain mood. Um, in a raga, only specific notes are allowed. Um, you do have key phrases that are used during improvisation by the musicians. Indian music, of course, has heavy, heavy amounts of improvisation. Um, but specific notes have to be sung in a certain uh, order and this is what sets the mood and tempo for the time of day indian music uh, indian music compositions are very tied into the times of day so you'll have a morning raga for example or a, a sunset raga i mean i again i understand this conceptually but musically sometimes it's hard to really tell what's going on i'm still a beginner you know over the years i've explored some of the more famous indian musicians uh, in the hindustani tradition people like hari prasad charasia on flute uh, shivkula sharma on the santur ali akbar khan on saron uh, these are all superstar musicians in india and overseas now of course 
Well, very sadly, some tour player, Shiv Kumar Sharma, died last year at the age of 84. So I wanted to go back today and, and play uh, one composition by him. It's a live album. It was recorded in duet with Zakir Hussain on tabla and Shubhara Joshi on the tambura. That's the drone that you always hear uh, behind the musicians in Indian music. This is, of course, only an excerpt from what is an hour-long uh, continuous performance that they played live on stage, various ragas at different times. Well, this particular excerpt is called Raga Rasik Priya, Gat in Slow Teen Tal. And I think you'll love it as much as I do. Well, I will catch you all again in one month's time. Until then, keep the good grooves going, get your allergy medicine in, and enjoy the onset of the fall season. Mina sama, o kiki dorite, arigatou gozaimasu. O aite wa James Gaspar deshita.